You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three call. The Rangers are going to the World Series. You are locked under the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick, Rangers writer at WFA.com. Joined as always by Morgan Price of LoneStarBall.com. But I remind you that today's show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friendship. Book your own with Hotels.com. Rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. How are you doing, Morgan? Uh, I've been better. The Rangers did not do anything to make me feel great tonight. Yeah, I got to completely agree with you there. Uh, Rangers lose another stinker in a row. That's that's two in a row, and that's that's decidedly not good. Uh, Ten to not four at all. to Cleveland. So they've guaranteed that they will not win this series, this really big series that they needed to win. But they can still split it tomorrow, and they send Mike Miner to the hill against old not-Justin Bieber. Um, already forgot his last name. I just looked it up three seconds ago. Shane Bieber, uh, the young 24-year-old. His, his nickname is literally listed in his bio as not-Justin, which is pretty great. Um, but yeah, they're going to have to put a whooping on, on old Biebs tomorrow because this just did not feel good for the second game in a row. When you go 0 for 10 with runners in scoring position, that's just, it is not a recipe for success. Also, when the guy who you brought in to your rotation to fill a hole for a guy who was just untenable in the rotation, and he gives up seven runs in two innings, it's just, it's, it's less than ideal is how I'd describe it. How, how would you describe it, Morgan? Uh, not great at all. Um, yeah, it just, I wanted him to do so well and it, it was hard to watch. Gosh, this was literally, it was physically painful for me to watch this guy that I've, and I've only got got to talk to him a couple times, but like I've watched him pitch several starts, even just this year in Frisco. And I mean, I saw him on Friday and I was like, all right, yeah, this guy looks good. He looks ready. He's fixed the one thing that I wanted to fix. And then all the other things that he you, that I thought that he had already fixed um, and not attacking hitters and leaving some some hanging pitches in there, he just it all came back to fight him. Like some of the reasons that he struggled early on um, in his double A season is that he wasn't being aggressive and just going at guys, and so he'd get into bad counts, and then he'd eventually be able to work around it because double A hitters are not as good as big league hitters. But against big league hitters, if you start to nibble and you're already not getting a a good strike zone benefit of the deck benefit of the doubt calls because you're a rookie from these MLB umps. It's just you're sunk, man. You are sunk, and that's just kind of what happened today. But hey, there is some upside. Um, the upside is that the Rangers starter only pitched two innings, but somehow they only needed two relievers to get through yeah. the rest of this game. Shout out to Jesse Chavez. Oh my goodness. Five innings, yeah. one run out of the bullpen, not even planned bullpen day, but he just went out there and he just took it to Cleveland. And man, I, I shudder to think what would have happened if he was not there. I mean, they were talking on the broadcast, weren't they, about about putting him in the starting rotation? And I, man, I, 
I don't want to like just go away from Joe Palumbo after two bad starts, but like maybe you have to. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this, Morgan? Yeah. So um, after he went five innings, Tag and Dave had started talking about they wonder if the Rangers might think about putting him into the rotation, either maybe just as like a spot start just to kind of fill it in. Um, and then uh, they had, and after the game, they were talking to um, Woody and he obviously said he wasn't, he didn't have, he wasn't committed either way with Palumbo for a next start. Um, they've thought about maybe putting Jesse in the rotation again, also not, not really committing either way, but it sounds like it's, it's at least a thought they've had in their minds for a little while. And I mean, he's been a starter. He's been an opener. He's ended games. He's been, he's played, he's probably pitched in uh, any part, every part of the game. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind if maybe they wanted him to make a full start here and there, or maybe just, because I think the next time this spot comes around would probably be their off day Monday. Um, So you don't really have to worry about it the next time around, but maybe in that 13 game uh, streak that they have of games, maybe have him in there once. I think it also depends on how the rest of the bullpen pitches within that frame of games that he would be the starter. Because I don't, if you're going to deplete your bullpen in one game, I don't think, I don't know, it's hard. Yeah, it's this is such a tough question, and you know it would have been nice if uh, if Joe Palumbo went out there and, and threw a perfect game on like seventy <laughs> pitches, you know. But yeah. you know, life isn't always perfect, so sometimes this happens. But you know, I would love to see Jesse Chavez as like a tandem, like do like a tandem start with like him and I don't know Brett Martin. Um, yeah. I would have said Jeffrey Springs if Jeffrey Springs wasn't hurt, but just like go the righty lefty. I kind of love that. I feel like it's not utilized nearly enough. So like give him. Give like Chavez like two three innings, and then give Martin like two innings, and then you turn it over to your pen, and you see what goes from there. You just kind of ride them as as long as you feel like they can go, and just have like a tentative plan, and then just kind of go by feel. I don't know, maybe that's yeah. just it's too, asking too much of those guys, um, doing something like that. But I don't know, something something's got to be done. But shout out to Chevy Miller who also pitched. Um, two innings and did give up two runs, but they were unearned. Um, but, you know, these were these are innings that needed to be mopped up. And the Rangers, it kept on looking like, I mean, they put up, the Indians put up seven runs in the first three innings and it felt like, okay, this is out of out of hand. Yeah. And the Rangers scored in the bottom of the second. They piled on two more in the fourth. And it's like, well, okay, maybe maybe something can happen here. I don't, I don't know. And they kept on putting base runners on. I mean, they got 10 hits and three yeah. walks. So it's not like nobody was reaching base for the entire time. But, I mean, there were so many left on base. I mean, going down the line, uh, Delino had four left on base. Uh, Elvis had three. Uh, Calhoun had five left on base. And Nomar had three left on base. It's just, man, they were squandering all these base runners. And like we said, if you go over 10 with runners in scoring position and leave 10 total on base, it's just that is not primed for yeah. a good day. But another also, good... Oh, go ahead. Real quick. I also am kind of wondering if maybe now that they're towards the end of that 21 games in 20 days, if it's starting to catch up with them, playing so many games in such a short time, and one of those times was a doubleheader. I wonder if that's 
starting to get to them. And maybe hopefully after Monday's quick break, um, it, it might help them a little bit. Just, I don't know. I, I, it's, I mean, I know every team has the really long streak of games without an off day. But I, th- I think at the this, end, that's when you really start to notice it. Yeah, I mean, this is something extra, though. This is like... yeah. I mean, more games in days played in like a three-week span is just, it's insane. This is like literally the most insane run of games that I've seen, like of just like being totally exhausted. And I mean, they've been without their best player for like, what did you say, 18 games? Yeah. And that's like, well, that goes into before this run started because it's not over yet. And it's just like, man. I forgot what Joey Gallup looks like. Who is he? Man, <laughs> just bring, bring him back to me. I need some Joey Dingers in my life just, like, to fuel me through this. I don't know. It's only been, like, two games in a row that have been just terrible. But, like, I don't know why these sting extra. And I feel, like, extra, like, just bummed out from these. But just, man. Also, looking at that, those 21 games, uh, four, thir- hold on, 14 of them. We're all at home, and it's hot. So I, I feel like I'm making excuses for them, but I, I feel like playing that many games in this heat in a row that's gotta wear on you at some point. I think so too. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's tough. Yeah, it's just a real tough sl- stretch, and I mean, man, I feel like I don't know. I I don't know why, but that that doubleheader feels like it just it's just a real like gut punch because it was like yeah. right there kind of towards the beginning yeah. and then you also got all that travel with no getaway days at all yeah it's like boop here you go yeah just hop on a plane and immediately play the next day and you get in at like 5 a.m and you gotta be at the yeah. stadium in like seven hours so you get like three hours of sleep and just whew, it's exhausting but um yeah, this is definitely going to be a shorter pod today because there's just there's not a lot of bright spots for us to, yeah. to touch on. Um, but we are going to try and look for, for some of those and, and have some more discussion right after this break. But we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to look at something that will definitely make y'all's day better right after this. So to make your day better, um, in case you hadn't heard, the Astros just got swept in Cincinnati. Um, so that there we go. We, there's some upside. It, it might not be from this game. Um but the Astros also had a one-run lead going into the game uh, today. Um, but here, here's how it went for for old Ozuna going into the ninth inning. Um, so Peraza hit a ground rule double to lead off the inning. And it honestly could have been more. It looked like it was about to be a home run, but it just bounced like right on um, the warning track and over the over the uh, the wall. So they had the, the tying run in scoring position. And okay, here comes uh, Tucker Barnhart comes in to, to pinch hit. And he strikes out swinging. Okay, Joey Votto comes in to pitch in. All right, there we go. Joey Votto, all-time great hitter, and he strikes out. Well, okay, they're one out of way. This is probably over. And then Senzel singles to left, and Peraza scored, um, and there was a throwing error by uh, Michael Brantley in left field. Um, and Senzel ended up making it to second base on that throwing error. And then Winker, single in the right field, scored Senzel. Boom, there we go. Houston Astros lose three games in a row. Man, I don't know. I don't remember the last time that happened to the Astros. I mean, I haven't paying, been paying extremely close attention to them all season. But they, I, that's funny you bring this up because I saw it on MLB tonight. I guess it would have been today uh, before the Rangers game. And I, I think they've, I feel like they did it. This is the third time this year. But um, I know 
because I feel like there was one between them. It, the Rangers played them, and they lost three against the Rangers in a row. And then I want to say it was against the Twins that they lost three in a row, but I can't say for sure. We'll pull this up just to just to I, quickly take a look at it. But yeah, um, I mean, it's good. And I think it was Elvis Andrews. You, we were talking about this before we hit record, but um, Elvis was saying, "Yeah, you guys keep on talking about uh, wild card, wild card, wild card," and we think, "Hey, the division race isn't over yet. Like, there's still a lot of a lot of season to go." And then they throw out a stinker like this, and I'm like, "This, this is yeah. why we were saying maybe they'll get the wild card." Yeah. Because I mean, the Rays are really stinking good. The the Red Sox are also really stinking good, and so are the Indians. Like, this is a really good team that's just banged up, and like, they're still a really good team, and they've been slumping. Yeah. And it's like, this is why we don't want to like maybe go ahead and. I definitely don't want them to like. My worst fear is that. The Rangers are going to think, oh, maybe we should like sell some some young assets to go for, I don't know, some like third starter or whatever to try and make a run at a a second wild card or we need like a reliever or something. It's just like, do not please do not mortgage assets for the future for a wild card game that you probably will not win. And even if you win that, you got to go up against some of these heavy hitters in the twins or the Astros or the Yankees or the rates, like one of those teams, like you're not better than any of those teams on paper right now. And if you mortgaged your, any part of your future to try and like race into that, which you might not even make a wild card spot, that would be like the worst case scenario is they, if they mortgaged any assets and then didn't even make a wild card spot, it's like, good Lord. Like, I know I, I get the, the want to, get back there and, and and do something and like be competitive but like don't don't rush it you're so close like you're pretty close to the end of this rebuild but so you're not there yet yeah. and that might have been the only bad part about texas winning a bunch of games early like it, i never want to say winning games is bad but like if you just win a little bit more than you should and it forces your gm to get a little trigger happy ah that could be bad but i yeah. don't I think they're – I trust J.D. He's a, he's a smart GM. He doesn't usually, you know, go all in on, on things when he knows it's not their time. But I don't know. The, the ownership group worries me. Any owner that is negligent – does not want to spend money at all um, worries me, especially when they're going to want to spend money on, like, one small thing going into this new stadium and speed up the rebuild process so they can sell tickets at the new stadium, even though, like, they're just not quite there. Um, it worries me, but I don't know. It's just, oh, man, today wasn't great, but oh, hey, I'm actually watching Pudge's son on the mound right now. Oh, and the Dodgers just hit home run off him. Oh, no, it's double. All right, sweet. So um, <laughs> nothing else real, ruined my day worse. Real quick, um, I looked up the Astros because I was wondering why I was thinking Rangers and Twins. So they lost three in a row back in April. Uh they lost to the Rangers that Saturday and Sunday and lost to Minnesota that Monday. And oh, then okay. and then this is actually now that they got swept by Cincinnati, it's actually a four game loss because they lost on Sunday to Toronto. Ooh. Yeah. Alrighty. Wow. So maybe Ellis wasn't completely wrong. But you got <laughs> you really gotta like turn this around tomorrow. Yeah. Like that it just man, it feels like such a big random afternoon midweek afternoon game but 
Good thing they got Mike Miner going. Otherwise, this could be this could be rough. Um, but apparently, they're they're bringing up how well the the Indians have have hit the Rangers um, recently, and it it really does feel like it every time the the Rangers play the Indians, like they just go off yeah. and just score like eighteen thousand runs. And you know, I need I need Elvis to to channel his um, inner progressive field Elvis tomorrow. I mean, just pre- you're you're playing the same team that you always kill when you're in their park, but like just just channel that energy bring that same energy and go ahead and and just go off king go off on bieber because man if you really if you want to prove to us that that you think you can actually go for this division title then show us tomorrow show us against this good team and show us what you're made of is there anything else you want to talk about for just like look forward to or you just ready to forget that this game ever happened and, and move on I'm ready to forget this game. I really hope Miner has another good, fast start tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I would appreciate that. Um, but it's all right. This one's done. Don't have to go replay it again. And you know, if you give up 10 runs in a row, was it 10 runs yesterday? Or Yeah, yesterday? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you give up 10, just don't give up 10 runs tomorrow. That's, <laughs> that's my bar. All right? You, you can lose the game. If you lose like one nothing, then it's Mike Miner is not your fault. But um, just just don't give up even eight runs. There we go, seven or fewer, and I will live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not set the bar too high. So yeah, just just keep yourself in that wild card. Just make some progress, and and somebody hit a home run who who isn't Joey Gallo. That's that's all I'm asking. No more looking at you, Elvis. <laughs> looking at you. It's about time, Elvis. Just, just go ahead and, like we said, channel progressive field, Elvis, and and we'll be fine. We thank you for listening, even on the dark days. You know, there's always something to look forward to, and you know, there's always tomorrow. That's the good thing about baseball is there's always another game coming right around the bend. And just like baseball, there's always another episode of Locked On Rangers coming right around the bend. So we thank you for listening and subscribing and telling all your friends about us. Really do appreciate your support. I'm Bryce Patrick. I'm Morgan Price. And hashtag together we pod.